This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey, yeah, everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Funny. I'm Gus. <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Eric Jeffrey Badur. The fuck is that? Is that really your middle name? Yeah. With a J? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm Jeff Ramsey. Support your presidents. And I'm Gus. Oh yeah, it's President's Day. Happy yeah. President's Day, everybody. We're, we're pre-taping this. Oh. Hug your hug your president. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's not my President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can quickly go around and say our favorite president. It's 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 um, uh, my favorite president would probably have to be Andrew Jackson. Is that some libertarian? <laughs> yeah, that's really like, like he hated <laughs> no, he's, he's just like oh. Possibly the worst. Oh, like, yeah. The uh, why the, the fuck would the you pick I just tried to pick a, a hot take. Like a fucking uh, early narcissist the, right the, there. The, the funniest thing about him is that <laughs> it's like the trivia I always read about him is that his parrot had to be removed from his funeral because it wouldn't stop cursing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to go with Ulysses S. Grant only because I had to do a report on him in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, so I knew. And he got a speeding ticket on a horse once. And that's all I know. That's how do you do that? Going too fast on a horse. How do you? But how do you regulate a horse speed? Do they have radar guns to yeah. like? <laughs> Dude, no, I think it's just probably some probably judgment. Math, I, think, you know? yeah, I think just yeah. using like ye old eyes. Yeah. 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 Give me GPS. Faster than a crow flying. Yeah. You're over Sh- the limit. I think Shane said that. I can't see who's back there. It was Shane. Oh man. Brian Gar, who's your favorite president? I had uh this is only because I got in trouble for this. We had to like do like I don't know if it was a mnemonic not a mnemonic, but something. And so uh, to figure out the president's name and what number they were. So mm. mine was Millard can fill more holes than thirteen <laughs> presidents. Wow. And I didn't know I had no idea what that but I got in trouble. <laughs> but that's <laughs> I know nothing about Millard Fillmore. Oh, he's a coxman. Yeah, yeah, celebrating. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen, wow. Pretty cool. Back then, that was probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Not as many options. What about and you your life expectancy was like 35 years. Yeah. yeah. It was like Eric you were an old man. Um, let's see. Van Buren. Reagan. You're one of the Van Buren boys, huh? Bush. <laughs> you can pick. Um, you know, I just think in the 80s is when presidents really started becoming presidents. Um, I think Van, Bur- Van Buren sent the he, he set the roadmap and then finally Ronald Reagan, our country's greatest asset, who set us on uh, the positive course we're on today Van was, Buren, yeah. president from 1837 to 1841 wow. So you're saying that that Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. was the full realization of Martin Van Buren He fully realized the vision of the founder of the Democratic Party. Right, correct. <laughs> it was realized by Ronald Reagan. Right, correct. But remember, Democrats used to be Republicans uh, or right, something. Right, right. Yeah. Before the switch. So you, gotta, so you gotta think of it oh, that way. Yeah. See? Yeah. You have to think of it that way. Play 4D chess yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. Though, I think the worst thing that happened when Trump got elected was everyone said the punk music is going to be so good now because we have something to rebel against. And uh, I will say it's fucking terrible. I said and no, that. it didn't. I absolutely said that. Uh-huh. I was one of those people. Yeah. I, think I tweeted it. How did it? How did it do, man? How, what's your favorite punk song from dogs, the last five fucking years? No, I listened to. There's nothing. This fucking dog shit. It's uh, punk is dead, and Thanks, it has Trump. been for a while. So I'll tell you, Polo G. That's who you want to listen to. 
Who? What? Polo G. Polo oh, G. The rapper. The rapper. Yeah. He's a hip hop artist. Okay. That's where that's where the good stuff is. Okay. Yeah, I was listening on the way over here. So punk is dead, but Polo G lives. But hip hop is is thriving. I, I listened to Fly Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. Or Ride Like the Wind. Ride by Christopher like Cross the Wind. On on the way here. That's awesome. Austin's own Christopher Cross. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. was re after I parked, I was reading up on the song. Yep. Apparently he wrote that song on a road trip from Houston to Austin yep. while tripping on LSD. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Cross lives in Austin? He, I think he's from here. He, record, really. he recorded that album in Austin, I think. Yeah, he was coming up here to record that album, dropped acid, then wrote Ride I, Like the by, Wind. By the way, so we're, we're guessing at this. Mike knows. Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of the session musicians on that album. Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of the session Whoa. musicians on that album. So there you go. There you go. It's uh, Christopher Cross... I think underrated guy. You get what's the uh, born, oh, in, San it, born on, in San Antonio? Is he on Midnight Special and he has like that Oilers jersey on or whatever? And he's playing all these songs and he does not look like he writes the songs that he does. Fucking <laughs> awesome! I love Yacht Rock though. That's like my speed and music. And that's the yeah. voice. Yeah. Him and Michael oh, yeah. McDonald. Yep. Oh that yeah. Is, yep. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, I think, oh, is the guy that's right there. And then the uh, yeah, like that's like the era of the Doobie Brothers where I go, oh, you really? This is a really different band. There's Incredibly nothing wrong. Incredibly different band. <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with Yacht Rock. Nope. Love it. I have a whole playlist, like six hours long. It's great. I didn't know there were six hours of Yacht Rock. Oh, what was yeah. that Yacht Rock band from Documentary Now? You bought the album, right? Oh, oh, the, uh, the Gene, something Blue Gene, Gene, Blue Gene, Gene Committee. Committee. Yeah, Blue yeah. Committee. Yeah. Yep. That's supposed to be uh, Seals and Croft. Isn't that who that's supposed? That's who that's making. I thought it was up, the Eagles. Uh, maybe it's just an Are they like a newer band, like no, trying to they, do that sound? So or no. So Documentary Now is a like. Fake documentary show yeah. from uh, Fred Armisen and Bill Hader okay. and Seth Meyers and a few other like SNL guys or whatever. And each episode, it's like hosted by Helen Mirren, like it's a PBS show. Going okay. like, remember this doc? Like, here's a seminal documentary from 1980, and it's this. And they're all making fun of other uh, documentaries, other doc yeah. like okay. uh, uh, like Grey Gardens and stuff like that. They're yeah. all making fun of it. So Nanook of the North. I think Zero that, like sushi. Like I think sushi. that one is making fun of it all like those music documentaries, but the Seals and Crofts thing is definitely like what where it was just like writing the most fucking pussy music name, and, and yeah. then the guy was like, hey, fuck you though. Like it's all like this big boisterous yeah. bullshit is perfect. It's really good. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think. I really recommend it. Yeah, you I should. Think, what's it called? Blue Jean? No, well, it, the, the show's called Documentary Now, yeah. but they made, if for one episode, they made a fake band called the Blue Jean Committee. Got it. Okay. Which, like, it was actually two episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It was it's two. Very good. But they actually released a vinyl record. Oh, I, I didn't believe. Know that. It's like yeah. a spinal yeah. tap. Thing. Yeah. Kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. But the yeah. whole series is worth watching. Yep. Like, there's one, I don't know if you watched the uh, Wild Country documentary. Oh yeah, yeah about the, so. with the meditators, Bogdan yeah. Rajneesh. Yeah, they did a parody of that oh, that is one of the like, funniest things I've ever with seen. With like Owen life. Wilson, yeah, so, it's yeah. great. It's that, fucking great. I, I really liked documentary now, but the problem is when they would do an episode about a documentary I didn't know, I'd be like, well, I can't watch this episode yeah. until I go watch yes. the documentary first. I've seen the original. The, right. You had to watch Jiro Jeems of Sushi yeah. before you could watch <laughs> before you could watch Juan Likes Taco. Yeah. Juan <laughs> Likes Chicken, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Grey Gardens one is yeah. like, that's fucking awesome. That's, it's so good. Yeah. That is so good.
Suck That's like my, my kids are, are watching The Simpsons and, and they're going there's in the early seasons. And I forget how many references are just you know, that they don't understand. Yeah. yeah. And so then I really like when I watched Citizen Kane from the first time, I was like, oh, this is from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So many things. This like is that. from The Simpsons. Oh, that's, this is what that was referencing <laughs> that I didn't know because I'm just a fucking redneck from Wichita <laughs> Falls. Like, a couple of years ago when Millie still had a nanny, her, her nanny Chelsea and I were having a conversation and I referenced something in Goodfellas and she had no idea what was talking about. Yeah. So I sat her down and oh, I made wow. her watch Goodfellas. We mm -hmm. just one afternoon, we watched like the first 45 minutes of it. So, but, and she was like, I understand everything yeah. now. Like yeah. every reference to every movie has come from this. Mm -hmm. Everything it, that every it, man yeah, has was, ever yeah, told. Yeah. 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 Uh, I watched uh, on the plane back from Chicago when we did Face Jam Live, I watched uh, finally uh, Many Saints in Newark. I hadn't mm. watched it. Oh. Oh, who cares, right? But yeah. it's on the plane, so I'm going, hey, you know what? I'll watch this thing. Ray Liotta's in it as two different characters. Yeah. And nobody said that. Yeah. What? He plays twins. What the it's, fuck? It's, it was really confusing at first when I started watching not it. not the worst part of that movie. No, 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 no. Ray Liotta's actually kind of good. He was, it, like, when he's the bo like the big boisterous character, and then when he's the other side, I'm like, Oh, Ray Liotta's a good actor still. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. is you always see yeah. him as like the blah, 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 like kind of guy. Henry Hill. Yeah, it's that, yeah. right? Over Where he's yeah. but like when he's like this very like reserved guy, he goes, Miles, Bert the Cool, I'm a jazz nut. I thought yeah. that was such a good yeah. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. And then it doesn't spend any time with him at all. You know, <laughs> know what? They're, the one character that I liked, welcome to the Soprano section of the podcast. Uh Dickie Moltisanti, it following him, I didn't love. But he, by the end, I'm like, oh, I like this character, and no one, and nothing matters here. None of this is for anyone. None of this has any influence on anything. This is all just. It felt like a. It felt like fan it's fiction. It's the Phantom Menace yeah. of the like. It yeah. doesn't matter. It, like, yeah, fan fiction. Totally. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. weird that it was a movie because it felt like it was the A story from like season three, but like the middle of season three, where it's like, well, this isn't really influencing what the bigger picture is but we need something for tony to do for like six episodes and then they just condense all that into like you know two hours or whatever and that's just how this movie felt it was like i'll oh, cut away all the b story this is a story from a tv show now it's that's a, movie. a good way to put it and it was like yeah. oh this is from like a middle of but a season it's it, like that's kind of that's kind of how i felt about camino or, yeah, uh, right. It's that. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're just like, oh yeah, this is so fine, hemmed in by the source material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it yeah. felt like they just couldn't yeah. really. I don't know. I think fan fiction is a good way to I put think, it too. Yeah. I think it was definitely the. That Chevy electric truck commercial was better. Yeah. Sopranos oh. adaptation yeah. than oh, the many so states in New York was. I started going nuts. Do I was like standing <laughs> up going, yeah. Do you listen to their podcast? No. Rob Eiler and the I can't think of her name. The lady that plays Meadow. They have a podcast. Jamie Lynn Siegler. What? Well, yeah, Jamie Lynn Sigler. It's called Pajama Pants. Pretty popular. Yeah, you I don't think. listen to pajama, pajama, pajama pants. Pajama pants. pants? Yeah, yeah, pajama. I think so. Do you say pajama? Pajama. 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 Tomato. Tomato. Pajama. I say pajama. I'm not a coastal elite like you. I am coastal elite, and I say pajamas. Pajama pants podcast. Looking it up. They just I talk think, about. I think. What he, is it? We have what they talk about? about Sopranos or just? Like I think it's just about their lives. I think they're. I think they're like really good friends. Casim G. Uh, From yeah. G4? It's, uh, I, as a matter of fact, I think Rob Rob Eiler might live in Austin or might have a place in Austin. I think Jamie Lynn Siegler moved to Austin because there was a new oh. story a few years, a year back or so about she and a bunch of her, like, friends. They discovered yeah. Austin. Moved to, yeah, sort of did the California thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was in that, that podcast influx. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, they did an they did an episode about the commercial. Oh, did they? Yeah, it just came out. Oh, funny. Uh, on Monday, it made me. I think I tweeted like, just make this. Sh I don't give a fuck about. I watched the stupid movie. I don't care about this car. Make this show. I'm a slut for Sopranos. Yeah, like just make it make with it. her. Yeah, like, make it with her and just doing whatever. And AJ's just like a complete fuck up. Yep. Like she's having to put him. I would. I would watch the shit out. Yep. Yeah. I just want to be in that universe. Yep. When I first saw the commercial, and I didn't realize it was a commercial yet. I didn't. But I, I realized we were keying into something. I thought like maybe it's a promo for like a spinoff yeah. where she's like, I don't know why in my head I was like, I bet she's like a lawyer. No, no, that's or, exactly. Yeah. That's she's like she a real doing. estate yeah, agent right. or yeah, something, right. and it's like her life after. Picking up the pieces, yep, kind of yeah. thing, and then it was a fucking truck commercial. Yep. But I was like, there was about 15 seconds there where I was very hyped. Yep. For whatever was about to happen. It was my favorite uh, car commercial in the Super Bowl since the MLK one. <laughs> I thought both of what? them were. Remember when there was they used MLK like his family sold uh, one of his speeches to like Dodge or Ram oh, so they could do a thing for what? Ram truck. Yeah, I it was don't like remember that. Three at all. years ago, it was fantastic. Oh. It was the perfect indictment of like everything. It's really that's there's just all these inspirational MLK quotes and you're like, oh, this is like really is this like for Black History oh. Month or something? You're like, wait a minute, why is there a Dodge Ram <laughs> yeah, being like... featured? Pro oh no! Oh. Wow. Ugh. It was very, I have a dream for higher wheel wells and more storage capacity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lower fuel efficiency. Lower JD yeah. Power and Associates will oh. one day, yeah. Jesus. That, I, we were talking about the Super Bowl kind of before this started. Again, we're pre-taping, so this is like Wednesday. Um, the Super Bowl was just a couple days ago Didn't us. We're time travelers. Sunday. <laughs> did not feel like it had the cultural impact or like pop culture impact that it usually does. Kind of like the Olympics. Dude, but, what is going so, on? Uh, yeah. Nobody so, gives a fuck they're, about they're the Olympics. Leading up to the Super Bowl and the Olympics, NBC kept running these promos that was like, for the first time in history, mm -hmm. the Olympics and the Super Bowl together on the same network. And I was like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like, who, right. who's who are they? That's only for the first, first time in history. I don't have to do this. matters to your network. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No one else no gives one, right, a right. fuck. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I, I would not. I wouldn't have noticed if they hadn't said it, and no. I don't give a fuck that they said it. No, no. Also, it, if you want to know why nobody gives a shit about the Olympics, it's because we just had the Olympics six fucking months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It needs to be every two years. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sorry, it's the Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those but, aren't as cool. They're not obviously Olympics. the lesser Olympics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we do have a cheating Russian. That's cool. That's cool. Like the 15 year. Isn't she supposed to be? She's like the uh, like the the wunderkind of like this yeah. whole thing where yeah. she's, she's like, like the best in the world, like the best of yes. the best of the best. Like yeah. like no one's seen any anyone like her ever yeah. and then it's like guess what pds yeah. it's like, guess what she it, took her yeah. grandpa's yeah. medication <laughs> yeah. three her, specific her, pills her that super don't belong heart together. medicine yeah, yeah 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 and it's like okay cool i mean that's what you expect from the olympics though right yeah and like the inherent racism involved with the fact that she's still allowed to compete but like one u.s track yes. athlete yep. had weed in her system yep. and they're like After no her olympics mother for you. died yep. yeah. yeah it's like yeah. fuck off yeah fuck all of that they it's, just looked at her and they were they saw the hair and they're like case closed yeah nope <laughs> Not happening. Yeah. It, like nobody's watching the Olympics. I like my friend Sean is fucking Olympics crate. Like he's nuts. Oh, he Olympics. really is genuinely. It, he loves. I, I thought it was like ironic. No, no, no. no. Yeah. He loves the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I thought no. he was being like super no. ironic about he all of that. Loves the oh, Olympics. Okay. He loves the Olympics, and even he is like not pumped. Also, it's like the Russians who are not allowed to call themselves the Russians yes. for doping. Yep, and cheating. Got busted cheating again, uh -huh. so we're gonna 
let him get away with it. Keep doing it, baby. Just keep doing it. The Olympics. Why are we feels... feel so fucking scared of a country that's not allowed to compete in the Olympics? That's yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Olympics is like the Catholic Church. Like it's kind of played out mm -hmm. in the West, and so they're pivoting to Asia. They're pivoting like <laughs> elsewhere, and it's still a big deal over there. Right. You know right. what yeah, I mean? No, absolutely. Like I, I, totally I seriously agree. think it is. Kind There's of like three out. markets where the Catholic Church matters in <laughs> yeah. the world. And over here we're like, ah, it's all corrupt. Like it's not even like you know Russia's gonna win yeah, it, and everything. Very... Like they're just gonna cover it up if something <laughs> bad happens. So it's like, well, but over in China they're like, fuck yeah, man, we love it. Man, you're, Russia, making, it, it's you're like, making a real one to one here. I'm like, I'm on board with this analogy. I'm fucking floored. I never thought of it like that. You fucking nailed it. Let's start a new podcast. Wow. <laughs> Let's just focus just on this. Anti yeah. Also, it's just watered down. But I think you're right. Like, there's too many of them now. It's, it's like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I don't want a new Star Wars every six months. Same. It's, it's mm -hmm. not. Well, yeah. It's every. I still enjoy, but I enjoy them a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Well, when Every we were growing up, time. the we summer and winter Olympics were at the same time. Like they used to be the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, really? not the same time. And you had to yeah. wait four years. Yeah. It was like yeah. every four years, and then summer oh, and winter Olympics were the same year, and then it was know. four years. Then it was like in the early '90s they switched, or the uh, mid. And I actually liked the switch. I was fine with. Yeah. It. To do every two. Four years. years is a long time, but every two years feels about right. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's a little less than a World Cup. You know. Unless but. you're kind of in this World Cup, which it's way less than because <laughs> they moved it from the summer to the winter because yeah. it's in. Cutter for some reason. Wow, it's still, I can't believe they're still doing that. Talk about like corruption. Yeah, like, it oh got, it got announced, and I was like, no, no, they're gonna, they're yeah, gonna yeah, undo it's, that. It's 100 yeah. percent like, well, we have to cave to this pressure and move it to like anywhere else, right? Mm. It, and they didn't. They're just like, nah, we got. No, it. we're gonna move the World Cup. Yep. What we normally do in the summer, it's gonna be in December now. Fuck. It's gonna fuck with. Every professional it's soccer league. It's so expensive. Yeah. And again, in the West, we're like, wait, we can't pay our tax dollars yeah. for that anymore. Yeah. So they got to find some oligarch in Qatar mm -hmm. or Bahrain or whatever. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I will kill a thousand Yemeni workers. How many people exactly build you a stadium? Yep. How many people died for Lots. Yeah, it's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No human right. And it's just like, I, I feel like the like we're familiar with the tropes now. Mm -hmm. Like there's, it's going to be all about the Americans. Everything's going to be about how they had a hard childhood. Mom had to drive them to practice. Mm -hmm. You know, it was eight hours each way. And then they get a bronze. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it, it's just, it's all the same. We, we don't hear about any other country. It's, so it's just played out. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. just feels. Also. As of last year, 6,500 migrant workers have died in Qatar since oh. the World Cup was awarded. So two 9-11s. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah, like two 9-11s where the people have died. Holy shit. That's fucking crazy. Also, I saw uh, at the beginning of the Olympics, they were saying that out of the, I want to say there's like 27, I, I, my numbers are off, I apologize, but I'm approximate. About, I, I think like 27 uh, sites have hosted the Winter Olympics. And of those 27, by 2050, only one will be able to host the Winter Olympics naturally mm -hmm. because of uh, climate yeah. change. Yeah. 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 China's full of, I think something they said, I think I read something like, it's the, they spend like 500 million people's worth of drinking water to make the snow or something. Oh, I heard they just feed Uyghurs into it. Outcomes <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. That's the other thing. Like, come on. Like, I, like all the shit they're doing over there, yeah. it's like, it feels a little weird. Like, they clamp down on Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. They got a million Uyghurs interned. Like, but anyway, here's the bobsled. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> monobob. And I'm not saying 
we're necessarily any better, but like, geez. No, we're not sitting on a, we Listen, if you're watching this and you're like, well, how? Well, yeah, but what about America? We're not sitting on a pedestal here and going, and we're the no, best. We're right. fucked up, too. We're fucked we up, fully, too. We fully acknowledge that. I'm sure yeah. this podcast is being recorded on top of some Indian burial ground. Sure, no, like shit, shit smells grave. shit. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, we know it because we are it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Did, did you know the 2026 World Cup's going to be in North America? Uh, yeah, Canada, Mexico, and the United yeah, States. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's supposed oh, to be. Oh man, split. yeah, that's cool. So I was looking because you're like, but, well, no one wants it. It's like no country wants it. Just give it to a continent. Or yeah. Region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have them share it. Aren't the Olympics coming to like L.A. again or something? Oh, I think isn't so. That, isn't that? I think happening? there's twenty thirty two. Twenty thirty. Twenty two. Three two. Three two. Okay. <laughs> so that's this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think SLC might be getting the Winter Olympics again. They just put it in a bid. Because they're one of the few places that can host it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. We uh, we went to Sundance years ago, <laughs> which is in Park City. And they have some of the like the vestiges of yeah. like the old Winter mm-hmm. Olympics that were hosted out there, like the ski jump and stuff. And you can rent a tube, like a, an inner tube, and go up to the top of the ski jump. Hell yeah. And slide down uh, like some of the old oh, uh, really? uh, Olympic stuff that's still out there. Did you do that? Yeah. I didn't do that. It's fucking fun. Why <laughs> wasn't I invited? You probably were. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, we went to Park City twice, and I only went once. So okay. it might have been the fun. You might have gotten to go to the fun trip. Like the one where you got angry and peed on a snowman. You I wasn't there for that, there for that one. No. Oh. That was the second Salt, uh, Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's the second Park City. The first City time trip. we stayed in Orem. Yeah. Which sucked. It was where we all, like, I slept on a pantry. Yeah. yeah. Y'all went to Sundance? When, yeah. Y'all, like, shopping laser team when we were, no, when we were like festivals? So we were, like, like, media darlings when yeah. Red vs. Blue first Hell started. Yeah. We had oh, awesome. about two years there where everyone on Earth was interested in us. These kids have figured it and out. And then yeah. it stopped. And yeah. it stopped forever. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was literally, like... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. New York Times. CNN's on the phone. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, oh, is that BBC? Hold on. I get it. Let me just conference you all in. And then it was like click, 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 and then tumbleweeds <laughs> for the rest of our yeah. career. <laughs> and now we do podcasts. All uh, kinds of podcasts. I was like that on Twitter in 2012. Yeah. I got like a lo- local TV show, and like, uh, and like an agent called me and was interested. And yeah, never again. (laughs) So pretty much, I know what y'all are going to do. Like I had a few bangers, and it's just the sky seemed like it was the limit. Gus got omitted from a couple of news articles, and that was it. Oh, not even. I got fucking left out of some of those. I said omitted. (laughs) I think I said I got a minute. Yeah, I got omitted. omitted. Uh, Got cut for space. Yeah, Yeah. motherfucker. There were only like three of us, four of us. (laughs) He had to work hard to cut you out of that. Yeah, he worked really fucking hard. We just did a test episode for a potential new show that'll come out later. Stop saying potential. We did the first episode of a new show. We did the and test episodes a year ago. What's the title? No. Good no, morning, Gus. No, it is not. <laughs> we have a new podcast coming out. Cut to me. We have a new podcast coming out. Uh, apparently it's, in it's May. Called, cut to me. It's I'm, an I'm audio my, podcast. It's called Mind Your Business. Okay, now back to me. All right, now then back to me. I came up with both of those names. And I think the better name is, it's a, it's a, hey, let me give you the premise, and then I'll let the audience decide. No, Gus, no, no. The premise is that we've lived in uh, Austin for a really long time, for 25 years, uh-huh. and it's recounting the, uh, our time here and the changes of the city 
but it's called Mind Your Business. What? But there's more nice. to it than that because we're also we're going to a different coffee shop in town every week uh-huh. and then getting coffee and then go sitting in a park or something and then discussing that part of town, how it's changed, and also learning about the new coffee shops in town because we all like coffee a lot and we've been uh, holed up with the pandemic. And so uh, it's a kind of a morning show, which is why we think it's perfect it's to call it. A, Good morning, not, Gus. It is not a morning show by any stretch of the Good imagination. Good morning, Gus. We did the whole episode <laughs> recording and Jeff wanted to like wait to reveal the name until the very end yeah. and that got us a few more minutes of just two people being mad at each other. I had a name. I had the name from the beginning and I knew Gus was going to hate it. It was awesome. I was even telling Eric, I was like, I have a name, but we have to do it. We have to do it deep into the recording. <laughs> I have to be in a way that it can't be cut out. Mind Your Own Business is a fine name, uh-huh. but Good Morning Gus, I think is a much better one. No. And it's not a test. We already tested it. Uh-huh. It's coming out May. Okay. It's coming and out. It it's going to be a new weekly podcast. Sure. I thought we were just fucking around. Stop. That was it? We fucked around t- a year ago and two years ago. I we was. Did the test. I think my calendar invite said test. I kept using the word test, and Jeff kept getting mad that I used test. It. It's not a test. That says, was the first episode. It says it says coffee test. Is what I was invited. Well, there we was no title. The coffee. Coffee was the premise. Mind yeah. your business. Mind your business. I'm fine with that. It's not as good as "Good morning, Gus." That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I, I thought you said y'all are go- y'all went. I misheard, and I thought you said you went to every coffee shop. <laughs> How many Kinkos? Does this we went to Kinkos, <laughs> and we went to Staples, and we went back to I Kinkos. Love the idea of just it's just you standing in line, like with your resume, <laughs> wanting it on nice paper or something. But that's uh, where I learned about uh, Gus getting cut out of articles and stuff. Like, yeah. there's, I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool show where we're not worried about retelling stories. And when I say we, I mean, I'm just there. It's just these two retelling stories, which is a lot of fun. And uh, learned about Buda and learned about well, getting cut out articles. I think that the, it's, it's funny. Since we recorded that test episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, would you call episode I've, one a test? I've been thinking about it. And you know, specifically, you said like retelling stories. And, you know, we started, Rusty Podcast has been around for a long time. We started it in December 08. But by that point, the company was already over five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this first episode that we did the other day, we told a lot of stories that predate the premiere of this podcast. And I feel, I feel this podcast is largely what's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like in the moment, what are we doing in our lives, at work, all of this stuff. This other podcast is what happened. Yeah. Before. It is It is sentimentality, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, we've lived in Austin so long and the company started here. It's like also weaving in how much the city has changed over the years. Like, in our first episode, we where we were sitting, I was like, I think we're on the runway of the old airport. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, because where, where we are, like, this used to be the airport, and we, you know, we recorded down the street over here. It's just weird how much things have changed. It, it, well, that's part of the magic of it, I think, or part of the thing that I really want to explore, because it's so fascinating, because we were all lucky enough to, to live in Austin at that that special time when a city explodes and mm-hmm. becomes the thing it's going to be. And we didn't necessarily know it was happening while it was happening. You just kind of look up and you're like, where, what, where did 20 years go? And where the fuck is, am I now? What is this place? But also we had our heads down through so much of it, mm-hmm. working those fucking long ass six, seven day weeks for years and years. We missed a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> so really I kind of want to talk about it to learn what I missed. Like I just discovered this band a couple months ago that I've been listening to every day. And uh, I was looking them up on Wikipedia because I was like, I know I listen to this band every day. I should know a little bit about them. They were a fucking band in Austin. They had their entire career in Austin from like 2007 or something to like 2015. And I just had no clue. Who was it? It's a band called Voxtrot. And I really enjoyed them. And my girlfriend was like, yeah, I used to watch them play at Mohawk all the time. And I fucking, my head was down editing Halo. I had no fucking clue. And uh, 
I just wonder about how much of that stuff has gone on in Austin that we just had no purview to because we were just so focused on our thing, you know? That reminds me, I asked my dad one time about the 60s because that was his era, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, what, what, like, how was that, like, living through that, like, you know, the hippies and all that? And he was like, that was like 20 people in California and everybody else was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Of course, he grew up, he was in central Louisiana. Yeah, right, right, So yeah. I don't think it was, the, I don't think it hit the same. That's so funny. That's great. That's really cool. That's fucking Yeah, great. it I, I read an article though talking about Austin changing KUT had an article out. They interviewed musicians and oh. their pay has not changed. In like <laughs> 2040, it's like still getting exactly the same. Me, me, the I'm same sure it was right next to another headline that was like Austin rent prices increase 40% yeah, yeah, year over yeah, year. Yeah, but yeah, it's still like, you know, 50 bucks a gig or whatever. <sighs> it's mm -hmm. like, wait till you hear about stand up. Yeah. It's not any better. <laughs> This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Making websites on your own is hard, and there's so many awful website building platforms out there with limited features that make ugly, poorly optimized sites. Uh, luckily for you, Squarespace is the go-to all-in-one platform to build beautiful online presences or run your business. Squarespace seriously has everything you could need to build a website that suits your needs, from small businesses to content creators. They've got member areas so you can connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated, members-only content. Uh, interested in building that community, Squarespace also offers blogging and commenting features so you can create a community through threaded comments, replies, and likes. Plus, they have a traffic overview feature so you can actually see how much that community you're building has grown. Uh, you've heard me talk about Squarespace for a long time. I appreciate how it's super simple to use. Everything's point and click. No coding required with their great templates. You can get up and running in no time. I love it. I think you should give it a try. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Sometimes pulling into your driveway after a trip to the grocery store only to realize you forgot one key ingredient for dinner kind of feels like the end of the world, but with DoorDash, get the groceries you need or a backup meal from your favorite local restaurant delivered. Sure, you can get meals from restaurants you love, but now you can get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash in under an hour. Desperately craving a late night snack or you forgot one key ingredient for dinner or maybe you just want to stock up for the week with DoorDash, get it all in one app. DoorDash, so easy to use, has pretty much everything I want, even with dietary restrictions. It's simple to get exactly what you want with a tap of your phone. I uh, like it. Couldn't be easier. I always get what I want. Gustile. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code ROOSTER. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that code is ROOSTER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is sponsored by Cuts Clothing. Uh, we're all super busy. We all have lots on our minds all the time. Uh, the last thing we need to is to spend even more time and energy thinking about what to wear. That's why Cuts Clothing makes it easy. Their stuff is great with buttery soft shirts that are wrinkle-free, pre-shrunk to make sure you have the best clothing experience. Uh, Cuts views men's shirts as both an art and a science. You can slap one of the shirts on and look great without ever thinking about it, whether you're looking to mix and match colors or styles like long sleeve Henleys or short sleeve cruise necks, Cuts has your back. They even developed their own patented fabric that'll never shrink, pill, or fade, is ridiculously soft. Join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with Cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash rooster. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash rooster for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. It's funny, we're in a, a weird week right now, speaking of Austin things, we're in a weird week right now where a year ago was when that ice storm was happening, yep. yeah. and like all the local news stations are like, 
here's a photo from one year ago today. And it's funny thinking back like, oh, right about now is pr- a year ago. It's probably where we all were like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're kind of fucked now. Yeah. Anyway, it's 70 degrees today. Yeah, I wore, I wore a t-shirt out. Yeah. yeah, same. The sequel's never as good. Because <laughs> we had that freeze for like 24 hours. Like, ah, it wasn't, it just didn't hit the same. Because it was, you don't appreciate it unless you were here. Like, everything shut down. Yeah. Like, every, like no one had power. It, it was nuts. Yeah. Like, there were, I, I waited in line. I walked to a convenience store because I was running out of food. Mm-hmm. And I waited in line to buy a can of green beans that was five years expired. No way. <laughs> I couldn't. My daughter was on the other side of town at her mom's, and it was my week to have her, and I couldn't physically get there to pick her up. So yeah. I don't have a four-wheel drive. We went so through stupid. that, too. Yeah, Four miles away, five yeah. miles away. Wow. It was like, just impossible. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. We, we trekked. I took the kids, and we trekked down to the convenience store, which is, like, maybe a, a mile away. But, like, trek when we were just walking in the middle of the street uh, because there were no cars. It was yeah. that first day after, yeah. uh, just because I needed beer. I was out, <laughs> and it was closed, and that oh, never yeah. happened. Uh, no! But tomorrow, they, the, the next day, they reopened. because yeah. I needed so, beer. So you picked some barley on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we're just going to have to get into this wine, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, these old-ass wine bottles. Oh, man. It, the weather, I mean, the thing that we just got over now is that it, rained a little bit and then somebody didn't hear an alarm so we had to boil water for a while jeez so no they heard Christ. the alarm uh-huh. they just chose not to do anything about it oh that's good that's cool and then we had to boil water and we went to chicago we had to explain that to people like that- oh, we have a boil notice and they all went what's that wait and- they don't have that until I lived here, I didn't know that that was something that happened. <laughs> yeah, most never, cities don't. Growing up in San Diego, I never, I almost never lost power and <laughs> never had to boil my water. Ever. Ever. Not like, oh, sometimes. We had brownouts like in the late 90s, early 2000s because of Gray Davis. But and that what, was like that a shit. scam by Enron, that, right? That yeah, wasn't yeah. like a real right. thing. That wasn't yeah. like the wind blew kind of hard and now you don't have power, I'm sorry. Or boil your water because it rained some. Okay, yeah. never had to do that. Or zebra mollusks or whatever. Yeah, muscles. But yeah. y'all aren't free either. That's true. Taxes, I guess so. that's what it is. I never had to say the <laughs> pledge of allegiance to the California flag. So no, yeah, I'm truly not free. Uh, yeah, it's uh the the head of Austin Water Res- or the director resigned, resigned yeah. the yeah. other day. So that was the fourth water boil we've had in three hour, three years. I yeah, think. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, three fucking years yeah. we've had to boil water four times. And, but the the worst for me is that guy who's the director. I talked about. I don't remember if I talked about it in our test podcast or so. another one of these episodes. But when they had the press conference, right when the boil water notice was going on, yeah. like explaining what was going on, that director stood up in front of reporters and was like, "Hey, on the bright side, because of the recent freeze, everyone already stockpiled water, so it's not That's that bad right funny. now." He's and like, I was like, "That guy's gonna lose his fucking like, job." Yeah, yeah, as he was great. saying it, I was I'll like, "I'll see myself out." Yeah. Oh, oh man! <laughs> A week later, I'm gonna retire. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the Acevedo route. I'm the water guy in Houston now, yeah. and then I'm gonna yeah. go to Miami. I'm gonna fuck yeah. that up. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go to Florida. Fuck that, that up. That Failing upward, baby. How my, do you think I got to where I am? My pressure is still weird, though. Like my pressure is still low in my kitchen sink, but my neighbors, they're they're doing illegal construction. Uh-oh. I feel like that's part. Like they already accidentally shut my water off. That like, would, yeah. They're renovating the house, and like. Like last night, they had these big spotlights on, and they were like adding like another room and stuff. And like, I'm not gonna rat them out. No, but it is annoying. Yeah, like, and it's eleven o'clock, and I gotta hear construction. <laughs> I will say, after the last time we had uh, 
we lost water. Uh, when it came back on, um, I had low pressure in my kitchen sink as well. And I called a plumber and he showed me uh, what happens sometimes. And I'm not saying this is the case yeah. with you, Brian, but you might want to take a look at it. If you take the, the end of the spigot off, there's a little filter there to catch sediment and mm -hmm. shit. And sometimes like it'll blow through sediment and it'll clog it. And so I just like blew that out oh. and my pressure was fine. Okay. So All right. it's like oh, a little mesh great. screen. Yeah. It's like a little yeah. mesh screen yeah, and yeah. it just catches uh, particulates and there, there aren't that many, but if the water's off for a while, they can It'll like build right up. up. Okay. Didn't you also off. have some kind of like pinhole burst in a pipe or something? Do you mean when my, when my iron pipes disintegrated under my house I and collapsed? That, I guess that's what I meant. And oh. then, and, and I was shitting into the earth. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, that, you mean you mean the like forty thousand dollar the forty thousand dollar oh, hole that I had to build oh. under my these <laughs> fifteen foot deep trench that was five feet fifteen foot uh, I guess the depth of fifteen feet under twenty five feet under my house that was five feet tall uh -huh. that was there for a month uh huh yeah that's what yeah that's, that's what, what it was that's pinhole pinhole that's pinhole pinhole <laughs> when I lived over on the east side. My main sewer line collapsed, but thankfully it wasn't under the house. It was like out in the yard. Oh, okay. wow. So you just had to rent like a backhoe. Was this in your little person house? Yeah. Okay. And uh, when they dug, it, it was. When they dug the pipe out, the plumber said, I don't think I've ever seen this. It was cast iron pipes surrounded by concrete. Huh. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I guess they, there was a brief window of time where. They constructed sewer pipes like this in the 40s. This was legal. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he's like, but I, he's like, I've heard of these. I've heard of. This. I've never seen this before. That's crazy. Yeah, and had to. So I, for me, we didn't have to do anything in the house. Just had to like dig up the yard and redo yeah, the yeah. sewer line in the yard because I was shitting out of the house into the front yard. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. You're like, look oh. at all these beautiful flowers. Yeah, my front yard smells kind of bad. <laughs> what, what could it possibly be? <laughs> There's a perpetually wet spot right yep. here. Ugh. Yep. Ugh. Oh, I hate hearing about these things. Oh, me they too. just give me anxiety. Yep. Oh. yep. Oh, it's the worst. I'm sitting on a cracked foundation right now, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm having settling issues. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. tell. Like, I just don't want to deal with it yet. Um, speaking of a cracked foundation, how's your teeth? Are you talking to me? Uh-huh. I'm okay. <laughs> I have to go get uh, a root canal tomorrow. Oh. You, have you had more root canals than boil water notices? Mm -hmm. Which one is? This would be my fourth root canal. Oh. So, On four different teeth? No. On, uh, this mean? is a redo. This would be a redo. Mm. The, it got re I, I, people are going to say I'm crazy. Uh -huh. I think it was COVID. <laughs> get out. I'm serious. I was fine when I had the COVID, and then I got... My tooth started hurting. I went to the doctor mm -hmm. and or the dentist, and she goes, "It's really weird. Uh, where we did the root canal, there, uh, there's just an, an inflammation there. There's like a, they gave me some antibiotics, and now it's fine. But I think I still got to get it taken care of. And it just happened at the end when I could, when I had that lingering COVID forever, it wouldn't go away. Mm -hmm. It was hiding in my tooth the whole time. Yeah, was, they don't know what it does. Yet. Yeah. Well, I was reading about it online. Well, I was reading about it online. They were like, it, 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 there's some there's some uh, data that suggests that it can cause inflammations in your mouth and can like, it can weaken teeth and stuff. And I mentioned that to the dentist and. and she goes, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff's doing, <laughs> Jeff's doing his own research. He's a yeah. do my own, own research, research guy now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I yeah. Googled it. Yeah, I go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> COVID teeth mouth? Mm. Question. So mark. I think I'm getting a root canal tomorrow. I don't know. Because the lady was like, I don't have the specialty equipment to do this one. So I got to send you back to the guy that did the first specialty time. So, equipment. Yeah, they got to get in the there. Drill. How's the so, yeah. how's the pain? Because you were like dying. Uh, it was some of the worst pain I've had. Uh, for about four days, and then the antibiotics and okay. Motrin 
have helped. Wow. Yeah. It's gone now. It's like it doesn't hurt at all. Time. Oh, you don't need the root canal. You're cured. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed, right? Knock on the wood, but I don't think. <laughs> Smooth. If that, I think that's an indication of yeah. if he's gonna need the root yeah. canal. Just fucking. What shit. what causes the need for a root canal? Because I grind my teeth and mm. I've had like terrible problems. When you get that, an but... infection in the root, oh yeah, and they it's gotta like pull the, it out. It's like yeah. the cavity yeah. gets so deep. Because there, there's a the, the reason you get a cavity filled is that it it stops it from I think eating up into like the Getting tooth worse. and everything. Right, yeah. right. Okay. And okay. so what happens is the cavity goes unchecked or whatever, or cracks or from grinding your teeth, things like that, open. Essentially, the tooth up into where like oh, the root is, the root. Yeah, and yeah. that's and then they have to go in and like scoop it out, kill the root and pull it. Yeah, and sanitize it. And that stuff, is what yeah. that is what a root canal oh, is. Yeah, they canal I, to the root. I had I, I had one sure. for the first time last summer. I hate oh, going to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. I had one last June. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it was not as bad as people make it out to be. It's agreed. It sucks. One, one of but, my three was bad. Yeah, it's two it, of them it, were okay. It wasn't like. Agonizing pain or anything. It's just like, oh my god, I gotta lay like this for two hours it, yeah. while they do shit. And, and then, then they're a, like, we're not done. We're, this is temporary. Yep. Come back in two weeks and uh, we'll do another two hours to finish it. it. Yeah. It's to me the most exhausting part is that I tried not to move because I like giving you a clean canvas to work with, man. Just do yeah. whatever you need to do to my mouth. So yeah. I was instead of relaxed and like, okay, he's gonna do this stuff, I was like Clenched for, for two for hours, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. and then I got in my car it was done it was numb and everything and I got in my car and went And then could have fallen asleep probably right there if I wanted to yeah, I was yeah. it, it was like I'd run a marathon. I was exhausted just from For the entire time yeah. it was tough that sucked. Yeah, so anyway good luck. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude No problem uh, hopefully I'll be ready to film after. Well, yeah, yeah, we're supposed so, to record fuckface tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> and annual, I have to do annual pass right. Like, <laughs> like my, my root canal is at seven thirty, and annual pass is at ten. During the process of the root canal, at one point, like the dentist is doing it, then then she like pauses for a second and she tells me, "I don't know how to describe this, but this next part's gonna feel bumpy." And I was like, "Bumpy? What does that mean?" <laughs> I don't know what machine they're using, but it's like I felt like I was on a bumpy road. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it went on for like 15 seconds. She was like, "Okay, that's it. I'm done." Yep. And like, I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. ask. But yeah. I was like, "That was really bumpy." Yep. It was just a yeah. different setting in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're always like, "Do you want to see a picture?" I'm like, "No, no, I don't. I don't want to see a picture. I don't want to know any of that looks like. I don't." Uh, my suggestion. I can imagine what a bloody yeah. hole looks. Yeah, like. right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my suggestion is bring headphones. Just put something my, in and just play something and go like I'm anywhere else. I'm my, anywhere my else. My fear, I, I thought about that. My fear is always that they're gonna ask me to do something mm -hmm. or like I need to move. It's like I don't want to like be able to hear yeah. and respond. Like, I don't want to impede them. Oh, I, to in I any totally, way. totally understand. Totally understand. Uh, it really, man, that really helped me. Having headphones helped me That's like good, crazy. Yeah, man, I. Going to like the dentist is I hate it. It's like yeah. miserable. And there are people that are like, oh, look, my dentist mm -mm. is fine. There's like a TV screen, and like you wear like these headphones. They put on these sunglasses, and like you watch something on Netflix. And I'm like, what dentist it, do you go to where they have Netflix? With, with my dentist, it's, it's always HGTV. What? And yes. I'll, I'll never forget when I got my root canal. I couldn't see it because I was, I was leaning back and the TV was in front of me, but I could hear it. And then they're like, all right, you're all done. And they put me up and they're like, you can leave. Like, no, it's like, no, I need to see this $40,000 deck that I've been <laughs> hearing about. Because I don't know how they're spending $40,000 on a deck. And I need to see it before I stand up and leave. You, it, it, it is always the same HGTV shows, too. It's like the lady and her mom. Or it's like uh, the dude and the lady. And that's, he, a, that's every HGTV. Well, like you're, you're he, describing them all. 
He tries to it. convince people to sell, and then she tries to convince them to fix it up. Fix, oh, uh, love it or, or list it or fix or flop no. or whatever. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Love it or list it. It's always one of those. We because Gus and I go to the same dentist. So oh, we, we watch the same program. <laughs> I, I go to an old, mine is my dentist. He's older, and the the office looks like it was like finalized in the maybe early 70s so mm. there's no tv there's a he's super nice and i like i like him a lot because he's super nice but he does get like he'll just start asking me questions when i'm like he's doing like uh, so how many kids do you have again and if i can't answer yeah. with ah, then it's not like <laughs> but he'll just keep going it's like i don't want to but like i can't close and open my mouth yeah. at this point mm -hmm. uh, i i I'm, the the dentist we go to like every now and then she'll ask me a question and the same thing i'll give like a weird answer uh -huh. and then she'll like oh and then she'll like you know like acknowledge like she's not just going uh-huh yeah. like she'll acknowledge what i said and the hygienist is always like how do you understand him <laughs> she, the hygienist is like we'll call her out like i can't understand a single thing he's saying how do you understand what he's saying <laughs> yeah that's cool i guess when you just do it long enough you're like yeah, it's just like speaking another language you just got it you just got the knack you got the touch that's I, cool. I made the mistake of uh at my kid's daycare uh one of her teachers is deaf and so uh I learned the sign for thank you. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. great. But now yeah. she fucking thinks I can sign. So <laughs> it's not like I came and she wasn't there and my kid wasn't there and she just like was off to the races. I was like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm just going to wait right here. It's, it's like when I, I love watching 90 Day Fiance. And it's like the same thing when an American goes overseas to visit someone and they only learn like one or two phrases of that language. Oh. And it's like, that's it. That's their wheelhouse. Like they're yeah. going to live. They're going to live with gracias and te amo. And like that, that's it. That is the extent of the effort that's been put in. And we're going to listen to that nonstop. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Do you think Duolingo works? My girlfriend has been doing it for like 74 days straight. And she's basically fluent in Italian. Whoa. I'm not kidding, dude. Her and her dad both started it because we were going to uh -huh. go to Italy uh, at some point in the future. Uh -huh. And uh, she starts fights with you. Throws her dinner at the fucking wall. crazy. She was just like, gravy. ask me an animal the other night. And she nailed. I couldn't. Th I ran out of animals to ask her. Really? She just knew everything. Wow. Yeah, it works really well. I did it for about two weeks to learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, How did you do? I was great, and I, it's almost like a video game. It's fun. Yeah. I just, you know, I got bored and moved on, mm -hmm. as as I would with any game on my phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's. I think it's actually a pretty legit service, and she seems to be really retaining everything she's learned. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to try. I, Do it. High school Spanish wasn't my strong suit, but I have enough just from being mm -hmm. like growing up in like San Diego, just kind of around it all the time. So it's like oh, I'll, I'll try it again or whatever. I've been making. Uh, uh, I've been learning how to sew and making like lucha masks. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of uh, tutorials in, in English, English. <laughs> or English speaking people yep. that make them. Yep. So, watching a lot of YouTube videos of guys talking uh, what feels like incredibly fast uh, sure. while yeah. the closed caption does not keep up with them. Yeah. And I'm like, but how do you, ro but that's. How does that seem? How do you do that? Like, I want to ask these questions, and it's like, I'm not just going to put it through Google Translate. So, I've been trying to like, pick up on Spanish that way, and I just go, I think it might just be, t I think I gotta, like, learn something. Yeah, do Duolingo. Manzana. 
Apple. Yeah, no, I, I got that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful pronunciation, by the way. <laughs> the, the accent was not in the wrong place. Don't let anyone tell you that. <laughs> well, it's been about a year since I do. <laughs> the two. It's been a year since the two weeks I spent on my phone yeah. with that little green owl going, do it again. My, <laughs> my Duolingo's like an ex that we like dated in 2006. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll hear from him on Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, just like every now and then, like, hey, what's up? Mm -hmm. Still here. Want to chat? for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, not really. I will say the Duolingo TikTok, if you've never experienced it, is like the best TikTok. What I don't what is it? They just have that little owl, that little green dude. Yeah. They have like a like a I don't know, a mascot. And they just do all the TikTok trends and stuff with him. But it's just very funny and very clever. And it's very well. My guy I, I know because you know I have I get 40 of them in my face from my right, 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 right. Uh but it is like they are doing social media right. Hmm. Yeah. I actually think Rooster could learn a lot from the Duolingo. From the Duolingo account. owl. <laughs> the owl's adorable. I'm going to yeah. say that. I'm looking at the We could learn a lot right from the Duolingo the, uh, owl from language and also TikToks. And it's, yeah. And it's also the, the owl's always like hitting on Dua Lipa. There's right. like this whole Dua Lipa connection. <laughs> that's, that's it's very, very funny too. That's very funny. Yeah. That's good. Uh, maybe I'll try it. I don't know. It feels like a thing where it's like, I really, I got to like take it seriously or I got to like, stay at the level that I'm at because what got you into lucha I mean I know you're a wrestling fan but uh, just growing up with uh like lucha libre on TV when I was a kid I was always really like you know 90s WWF was like this guy's a trash man and this guy right. is a robber sure and, this guy know, stutters yeah it's that it's <laughs> a real gold dust stuff um it watching lucha libre was like watching a totally different thing like that that what is it? I think they call it like a Yave style. Yave means a key. Yave is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's the style that they call. It. And watching that with like the look and the pageantry and everything of it was like this is night and day. This is like this isn't Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, this is like this big barrel chested like round bodied guy doing flips and dives, but having like such a cool like this glitter gold look. And you're like, this is fucking incredible. I thought it was so cool. And I'm like, ah, I've always wanted to kind of like learn how to do it. And there's a couple of people out there who there's a, a something that I follow on Patreon called Closet Champion. A guy named Aphidian uh, is a, a wrestler in the U.S. And he's kind of like teaching. He's like, here's my tutorials on how to do this step by step. Yeah. So I bought all this stuff and the right materials and just sort of like start. I've done like six or seven now and I'm just kind of like put them together and everything. And then I found another guy named Lince Dorado who wrestles in the U.S. He was in WWE and now he's just sort of like independent. And he does all these streams on Twitch where he's like, here's how I sew all this stuff and here's how I do it. He, I think, smokes a lot of weed. And then he's like, here, I'm just like fucking watch me. I'm yeah, a cat. Yeah. I'm going to fucking sew this shit. And it's like really cool to get deeper into that world. Like that's like this, like the surface level. Now I'm following a bunch of Instagrams who link me to like their YouTube channels that are all in Spanish that I would never find otherwise. Where I'm like, these are fucking like they're it, like the craftsmanship and everything they're is like incredible. They're like masters. They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Those are the guys who make the stuff that you see on TV right. and see on pay-per-views right. and like they right. were like the tri AAA A and CMLL and all this stuff and like the guys that are like the guys they make that stuff. And watching, I'm just like I've always wanted to just learn how to do it. So cool. during quarantine, I needed something that wasn't just on a computer. Or I think I would. Like I would have like ended it. I think yeah. I would have just gone nuts. I think I would have yeah. gone like yeah. We, we were betting on it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was close. Uh, so I decided I've never known how to sew. I'm just gonna buy a Singer machine, a little Fashion Mate. I'm gonna buy some thread. I'm gonna take these <laughs> piles of old Rooster Teeth T-shirts that they leave out that are just four-way stretchy. Oh, the everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, start yeah. cutting them up and 
sewing them together and see what the fuck happens. And so I have some real shitty ones and then I can see where I'm progressing. And now I'm getting to the point where like the material that I need, I have to go deliberately get, I have to buy like marine vinyl. Are you, yeah, where do you go? Cause Joanne's you know, fabrics doesn't have marine vinyl, do they? They do. Oh, that's the stuff that you never In think the to back. look at. Yep, In exactly. Back, so baby. I went, I they happen, <laughs> they have like a lot of shit on sale. And so I found some like, four-way stretch spandex and it's like it's like glittery black and another one that's like the snake skin and it's like fucking cool and now the marine vinyl that i need is like that thick stuff the problem is it's like it's a little expensive but mm. also i don't have kids i can spend money on whatever the fuck i want um but i have to <laughs> but i have to like I'm like lazy. I have to like go and get it. it yeah. Does it become difficult with the sewing machine you have? Like, do you need like a more industrial yes, one? Yes, I, I need to get. Stuff? I need to get more of like that. You know, right now it's like that sews all kind of like whatever needle just for like little clothes. Mm -hmm. I need to get like that, like a denim stitching, like a thicker needle, so that way I can punch through more easily. And I have to use like this silicone spray, so that way it the machine doesn't like catch on the vinyl mm -hmm. and the spandex. Mm -hmm. It makes it all kind of like one easy surface that it glides across. So it's just like, oh, I'm like learning all like these little tips and tricks, sort of by watching these videos and going like, understand. what is rudimentary Spanish? Try, I'm like, well, watching, it's, it's how not the even. Fuck? I bet it's not even rudimentary. Like you're learning very. You would have to learn well, very specialized yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I would offer to help, but I like I don't know any words no. related to sewing, so I'm sure I would watch it. I'd be like, I have no idea what the exactly. fuck they're saying. Yep. Right. Yep, yep, yep. And that's how I learned like stuff like that. Yave style of wrestling of, of Lucha Libre. That's what they call it. And I don't know why it's called key. I don't know. I have no idea. No fucking clue. But it's just a word. One well, in I know. wrestling, too, there's so much slang. Yep. You know, yep. from like, at least in the US, from Carney days yep. and everything. I don't know how they wrestle in those masks. That it's, like the amount of flying that they do and then to not, to have your vision possibly limited. Impaired? Is yeah. Uh, I have some friends who wrestle. Oh, I didn't know this. What? Yave also means hold. Oh, that's it. Oh. So it's, it ends up put someone in your grass. Yeah, there you oh, go. yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that, so that makes sense. I have friends that wrestle in San Diego, and they'll wrestle a lot of people like, like Lucha Libre stars. They come up from from like Tijuana and yeah. wrestle in San Diego and stuff. And I always ask, like, how do you? You don't speak Spanish. They don't speak English. How do you have a match like that? And they're like, it's weird. Like the language is wrestling. Like yeah. we know there's a cadence it's a and a thing. Yeah, maybe, and where or? where. It's easier than having a conversation is just like getting in the ring Damn. and like moving through. You're like, well, I know I'm going to do this spot and then he's yeah. going to do this spot. And we know we're going to do it kind of like this way. And we know what the finish is. So now it's putting together seven minutes in the ring to get to that point yeah, yeah. and building and building and building. And that's the language that they speak. It's fucking crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool how it it's so different, like Mexican wrestling versus oh, yeah. Japanese wrestling mm -hmm. versus like UK wrestling, which yep. is like different from, yeah. American. I didn't know UK wrestling was a thing. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. very, it's that catches catch can. Mm -hmm. You'll see sort like- Sort stiffer, I yeah, think. It's like that, more... like, you know, it's like a wrist lock into a different wrist lock and the guy does like yep. a spin to get into a headlock. It's a lot more of like the grapply stuff. You mm -hmm. remember the British Bulldog. Classic British Bulldog stuff. Uh, they were talking about my favorite stories of hearing about like Lucha Libre guys was they would come up that you in Mexican wrestling, you can work a style for a really long time because you don't take huge flat back bumps. You roll through everything. So when you hit the mat, you're not 
splat. Yeah. You are hitting it and rolling through. So you can just work like that forever. So all the guys that would come up from Tijuana would be like Super Porky, which is uh yeah. uh, uh he died he died, I think like last year. And it would be my friend going, we'd be backstage and Super Porky was just this big fat guy. And he wrestled all through like the eighties and stuff. And he would just be <laughs> in his trunks, but like pulled down with like his ass out because it helps him cool down faster. And awesome. that is just awesome. That's the that's the locker room. There's nothing glamorous about it. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh wow, pro wrestling is so cool. And yeah. then you see Super Porky with his ass out and you're like, awesome. that guy's a fucking legend. You look yes. him up and his first image on Google image search is him with a giant piece of ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, what, what was his Living was a ham fan? baby. Was he uh, yeah, that's Super Porky. He was yeah. he was Brazo de Plata, I think. And he he was he was in the uh He's in like that family of uh, Sil silver arm. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 silver arm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that that was when he was younger, and then he became super porky, hmm. big super porky guy. So it's very cool. It's uh, pro wrestling. I think is a very universal thing because it's easy to watch theater. It's very easy to just see like a performance, and uh, the different style just lends to what the culture is. That, that American is very like Hulk Hogan, mm -hmm. and and you have like that Yave like. Crazy submission, high flying style in Mexico, and there's a lot of comedy in it yeah, too. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, very different. It, yeah. uh, Japanese wrestling is very like how hard it's all about like the baby face like fire. You know, you want like the guy coming up from like underneath, so like the bad guys beating him down and beating him down and beating him down, and then how much fire can you have as like the good guy that that you can like rally the crowd behind you, and how much of a beating can you take before you start fighting back? Um, fucking crazy. It's really crazy the amount of work that goes into this stuff and that's why you see these guys who are like jacked and shredded because if your job was to just not have any clothes on all day long that would be the rest of your job was to make sure that you look good like that like super porky like classic get in, super porky. Get in the <laughs> get, zone over that's there. that's lucha libre it doesn't matter you don't have to be there are guys who are that big right like yeah. Blue demon jr and stuff who are like oh like the big but then there's guys like super porky who are just like, oh, I'm just getting by. I'm doing like the shit I've always done. And just everyone goes, dudes. yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves it. So, and that's the wrestling segment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we already, so we already covered Sopranos segment. Right, right, right. The wrestling segment. Yep. Uh, I brought you guys gifts. <gasps> you brought what? us gifts? I did. Are you brought, serious? Uh, one, one no, for everybody. And, and they're thoughtful gifts, The too. Christmas segment. I planned it out. You said, you said that you had props. I'm excited. Well, obviously, I brought the boys of Zimmer flag because so Gus could be even closer to me. Wow. Right you. Uh, that's available in the RT store right now, I believe. Uh, if you don't, if you don't hang that from the front of your house where your American flag used to be, you're not a real new American. I salute, I salute Andrew Panton every day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's what we got. I got in my traveling case, uh -huh. which is the pink porta potty. What? Oh, you have stuff inside of it. Oh, oh I see. Are we gonna do this some feels like here? college, and yeah. we're about to get stoned. Yeah. I like to always, I like to my always mom will never find this stuff. Gifts <laughs> from a from a friends. Uh -huh. uh, uh, these are curated. Okay, so Eric, I got you wrestling oh, cards. Right. Uh, Brian, you're old like me, so I got you Terminator Two cards. Oh, oh nice. I saw it in the theaters. Uh, yeah. I, I got myself a uh, baseball. I'm gonna go on a Zimmer. Oh, that's hunt. cool. And then Gus, I got you uh, your favorite band, New Kids on the Block. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Just what I wanted. Yeah. Oh, that's I don't know cool. how many of those tops packs I've opened up in my life. That one that you that, have in your hand like right now? Is it like that specific one? Yeah, that, that like, 1987. Yeah, with the gum. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see yeah. if you got anything good. I actually don't think there's a Zimmer in here, but oh, no. I got Cal Ripken. Hey! Gary Carter. The Iron Horse. Actually, Cal Ripken's nice. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Juan Bonilla. All right. 
Frank White, Wade Boggs. Oh, oh, Wade Boggs. Oh, All-star card. That's cool. Uh, what do we got here? Mm -hmm. Tim Conroy, Steve Boros, manager card. Ugh, Charlie Liebrandt, Dave Steeb, Ruben Sierra. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. Nope. Okay. The no big poppy? Cal Ripken Jr. is the... Uh, how about there. you, Brian? Anything good from Terminator 2? Um, it's interesting. Did, there's. Did, uh, did you get an Edward Furlong rookie card? Did you get it? You know, I, I got. Some, there's some. There's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Like <laughs> here's uh, here's James Cameron, just sort of. I, I don't know, directing, directing. something. Oh, making so, money. So far, like this is my favorite. It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it says the caption is. Terminator gets back up. <laughs> that would be a headline today. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. like Arnold yep. falls In down. In 91, yep. I don't think that was no. like card worthy, but. <laughs> <laughs> Classic uh, Terminator stuff in this yeah, pack. Yeah, here's him jumping in the motor. Cool. 700 pounds of airborne Harley. Mm. So, yeah. Right. Pretty cool. And Let's the see. Behind the scenes, yeah, trivia. You guys feel free to keep those. Uh, thank thank you. you. Well, yeah, they're gifts. Yeah. What are we gonna do? This is Reggie. The, this is my favorite part. He's the 24-7 champion. He's from Cirque du Soleil. That's where he came from. He does a lot of flips. Oh, Eric has perfect. never... We, we've opened a lot of wrestling cards yeah. on the on the Fuckface Break Show. Uh, Fuckface, Fuckface Break Shit, where we do this once a month. And Eric has never not known 86 things about every person <laughs> on every card. Uh, it this, is fascinating to me. This is uh, Edge. This is his surprise return at Royal Rumble last year that... Um, I guess was it this year? No, it had to be last year. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, 2020. So it was two yeah. years ago because it was before. It was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's now uh, he's now wrestling again after having spinal stenosis and having to retire for like the better part of a decade. What is spinal stenosis? It is where your like there's like a fusion part in like your neck and like your spine, and if you um, if you take too many bumps after that, and they find out you have it, you die. He should have been key rolling like all the why, why didn't he do that? Yeah, it's oh. a, it's an abnormal narrowing of the spinal yep. canal. Yep. So <sighs> you die. And magically it got better. Well, I think what happened is mm -hmm. um steroids. Uh, a lot of uh stem cell replacement, which is what Rey Mysterio did for I think his knees. Oh. A lot of stem cell stuff, um a lot of uh rehab and just the that he had to retire in like the early what, 2010s or something? And then I think just medicine changed. Mm. That kind of huh. thing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, this is Eva Marie. She worked at WWE and then uh, got let go and then came back. And hey, guess what? Got let go again. Uh, oh. So, whoops. But still making a card for her, there though. There you go. Uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, part of the Hurt business. He does a move called the Lumbar Check. Fucking coolest finisher probably in wrestling. I think he's great. Uh, I don't think he's being used well in WWE. But Hurt, don't worry about that. Hurt business is a great name. Uh, yeah, right? Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is uh, Drew McIntyre. Apparently, after he defeated Angel Garza, who is uh, uh, Hector Garza Jr. from uh, Mexico, you might recognize his father. But Drew McIntyre, Drew Galloway from the independent professional wrestling circuit, uh, former WWE professional wrestling heavyweight champion. Uh, he carries a sword to the ring. Robert Roode, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode. Uh, he's a tag team with uh, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, he is uh, got a big old beard. And he came out to a song called Glorious, and now he doesn't do that anymore. Really. Is he related to Ravishing Rick? He is or not. Like story, is he kayfabe no, related? Yeah, no, oh, no. Nothing so, at okay. all. That's no. that's his actual name, which is oh, the weirdest right. part. Um, here's Elias, who was on TV all the time, and then had 
his last match, like in July of last year, has not been on TV since. Don't know why. They started running segments for like, Elias is coming back. And then he did not come back and has not been on TV for the better part of a year. Huh. Do we so, know if he's still alive? He is still alive. He's apparently in the new <laughs> WWE video game in his new gear that he has not debuted on television. Oh. oh. Long COVID. Pretty Long COVID. weird. Yeah. Pretty All right, weird. Watch, I'm about to do that exact All same right, thing. All right, here we go, baby. With new kids on the block. All right, hit, hit me with the Wahlberg. All the, all the trivia. Hit me with it, baby. About all of the different new kids. This uh, pack is barely held together. Uh, who do we got? We got uh, Jonathan, who I did not know was a new kid on the block. Oh, he, is he the ugly <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, no. older. He yeah, was yeah, like yeah, the, the, he had the coolest one. hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, on the back is part of a puzzle. Part of a puzzle, yeah. Right. Puzzle piece. Uh, we love those. Oh, we got uh, all of uh, all of the NKOTB looking cool. Oh, looking down wow. there on stage. Yep. Looks like they're hanging uh, tough. They're performing, yeah, they I think, in Hamburg, Germany here. Is this old school? or is That's how the Beatles got day. their start oh, in Hamburg, old, Germany. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is 1989. Okay. I was three. Finding the Fab Five, uh, Donnie knew his talented schoolmates could make it as new kids if he could get them to audition. So Danny Wood, Jonathan, and Jordan Knight showed producer Maurice Starr they had the right stuff. That's one of To find songs. out what happened next, see the next new kids card. Um, uh, but please don't interrupt. We got uh, Jordan, Jordan Knight here. Uh, he had a song called Give It Looking to off you. to the side. Uh, looks like he's mid-conversation, like he's talking to someone. Not a great photo if you ask me. Uh, we got, oh, oh, yeah, we got, we got the man here. Donnie Wahlberg, Donnie's oh. discovered here, looking super cool. The tough one. He was the he, tough uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. He killed Bruce Willis. What? What are you talking about? In the oh, Sixth Sense. In the Sixth Sense. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Wahlburgers, and then you said that, and I went, "What do you do with a hamburger?" I couldn't. Man, <laughs> no, I no, he did, killed him with a gun, I believe. He didn't yeah, use a hamburger. His uh, younger brother also committed racial hate crimes uh, <laughs> when he was younger. A little bit of trivia for you there. Uh, I've got Jonathan Knight here. <laughs> Uh, it's pointing at you because you've got the right stuff apparently. Maybe you're hanging tough here with uh, I think it's also Jonathan. Jesus, dude, this is the J pack. Uh, Get a Joey already. We got a yeah. uh, I don't know who the fuck is this. It looks like Paul McCartney to me. Well, I think that's Jonathan. Is it Jonathan again? Did I get three Jonathans wow. in a row? That's, that never happened. We're looking for on-card autos here. You got a Jonathan Turkey, dude. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if they have a Joey Prism. <laughs> If this were video games, this is when you would complain to the developer. Yeah, 100%. something's bugged. Yeah. Uh, another new kid. I don't know, but the uh, the back of this card is great because it highlights social issues. It says the new kids are glad their celebrity status gives them the chance to make fans aware of important social issues like education, crime, and drugs. Nice. Using their platform for good. And finally, got a little black and white photo of, of, of the uh, all the kids of being good wow. friends. Card number fifty-two. They were the good friends. You know, I've been watching uh, Celebrity Big Brother this mm -hmm. this season. I don't know why. Who's on it? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, two of the Housewives, which is why I started oh, watching a sticker. it. Um, Ooh. Shanna Mokler, uh, Todd Bridges, Lamar Odom. What? Yeah. Wait, Todd Bridges, like Willis Todd Willis, the oh, wow. as in like the only person left alive from that from show. From that show, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, Lamar Odom? Yeah. And he spends every opportunity talking about how he wants to get Chloe back. Like, it's really sad. It's really, really. I felt really bad for him. That ship has sailed. Because that ship sailed, yeah, and then there sailed. were other ships, and then those ships sailed. Uh -huh. And like, yeah. he's got to be so far down on the list of people that she uh -huh. wants to reconnect with, yes. you know? Right. Uh, who else is on there? Um, there's a dancer dude who I'm not familiar with. Uh, oh, but the one of the, the dudes from New Kids on, not New Kids on the Block, the other one, Sync. It was on there. He got oh, voted really? out. Which one? Uh, I don't know. His name. Joey. No. Chris. 
Yes. The one with the oh, dreadlocks. Really? Oh, is the, he, he had the hair? Yeah, he was yeah, the one yeah, with the hair? He was the yeah. older dude, I think. Yeah, he uh, he and Shannon Mokler were, were buddies. There's um, a lot of people in this cast. I'm looking at it right now. Who, oh, yeah. who else is the cast? So it's Teddy. You got Chris Catan? I was Chris Catan is, is, is on there. That's, I was going to get there. Oh, I uh, saw him on Twitter. Somebody tweeted about Oh, Carson Kressley is on there. He's the best. Who's that? Uh, he was one of the original guys from Queer Eye. Oh, the original I, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Bowling guy. Yeah, he's awesome on it. Uh, but anyway, the dude from NSYNC. Kato uh, Kalin? He was not on there that I saw. Oh, he's listening. It might be an older season. Wow. Oh, oh cool. this, maybe uh, this is okay. That's why I thought it was a huge cast. But that dude from NSYNC, <laughs> every time he's on camera, they made an NSYNC reference. Like, uh, I guess, I, like, oh, voting, uh, the, the veto does vote. I guess, I guess they just weren't in sync this time oh. to the point where it was like, you, you, if you made a drinking game out of it, you would die in an episode. That sucks. And then he got voted out and, then, and it all stopped. <laughs> Thank God. Cause I was like, I like the dude. Okay. On the show. But eventually I was like, get him out of here because what? I can't take these. References. Why is it so hard to find the fucking cast? Well, all right. It's, uh, Cynthia and Teddy from housewives, Lamar Odom. The dancer dude, whose name I don't, I, I don't Here know, they are. Carson Kressley, Carson Kressley, Cynthia Bailey, Lamar Odom, Maisha Tate. Yeah, uh, Maisha Tate. Yeah, she's a Olympic uh, like skater, an MMA person. Is oh no, Maisha Tate. Yeah, there was another one who was a skater. Maisha Tate is an is a UFC UFC fighter. Uh, Todd Bridges, Todrick Hall. Todrick Hall's the dancer I wasn't aware of. Shayna Mokler, Chris Kirkpatrick, Chris Kattan. Mirai Nagasu. That's the skater. Skater and Teddy Mellencamp. Yeah, and Teddy Mellencamp was the first person to go. Who's Teddy Mellencamp? She Boy. was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh. Uh, her dad is John Cougar, John Cougar? Mellencamp. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, sucking on chili dogs. Yeah. And uh, she was sucking on getting first one out. <laughs> <laughs> she also got fired from The Housewives for not being interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. And so what they do on Housewives is if your, your good stories uh, run out, uh, and they just don't, they can't find any drama for you, or you can't manufacture any yeah. drama, you get demoted to friend of the show. Oh. What happened to, like, Camille Grammer. Ouch. Uh, but uh, Teddy just got, they were just like, you don't need to be a friend, that's fine. Wow! <laughs> they were just done with her. Yeah. Damn. De desperate out. to get back, I think. Andrew, start uh, watching it yet, or what? I don't know, he's a fucking loser. He's never gonna I, fall I, through with anything. I started a new reality show last night. What'd you start? That might be, like, the worst of the worst Ooh, ever. That's, that's fun. Adults adopting adults. What? What? Uh, it's an A and E series on human trafficking. Yes. Yeah, what the and, uh, one of the people you're like, they are trafficking this person. What is it? Why has no one called the authorities here? Why are the cameras still rolling? What is it? What's the premise? It's Some poor, poor Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> it's like couples who want to adopt an adult for whatever reason. I don't understand and what that what means. Could go what does wrong? that mean? One of the people who's looking to adopt is Prince Frederick. You know, Zsa Gabor's husband. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, his his it seems like the most manufacturing was like he wants an heir because he has no one to pass like the Gabor Foundation onto. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jeff. I'd like to be that. Yeah, you can apply. Uh, you, he might, he probably wouldn't like you the tattoos. Tattoos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you keep you keep saying but, adults adopting adults, but I don't understand. Like, can you do that? Yes, apparently you can. And this is a, a series all about that. And one of them definitely looks like human trafficking. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we found. Yes. Those two are the worst. They're the human traffickers. They're the ones really? who look like the human traffickers. Uh. They found uh, a homeless 20-year-old pregnant girl in Austria. Oh, no. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we'll adopt you and you can come live with us. And this, the first episode, at the very beginning, they're making a sign to welcome this girl to uh -huh. at the airport. Uh -huh. And the wife asks the guy in the tie-dye shirt, like, what, what are you going to write on the sign? And he goes, well, if it were my sign, I'd write, welcome to Ohio. Where's my blowy? 
uh, and you're like, oh, this is awful. This is going to be really bad. Welcome to Ohio. My wife goes to bed at eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's the, grown adults. Th- yeah. How does that? How does that? There's three episodes out so far. I'm like, I, it's something I've been DVRing, and finally last yeah. night I was like, I don't have anything else to watch. I'm going to watch oh, adults adopting adults. Yeah, it's terrible. You can watch it on A and E, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm watching. Uh. I'm rewatching an A and E show, Hoarders. Oh, the, it, it something about it is so satisfying Crazy. because I can just feel superior to someone <laughs> because they're always the. And but I always feel bad because I realize like everyone who is hoarding, they're either poor. And they don't want to throw anything away because they might need it. Yeah. Or they have su- they're like suffered severe trauma. Severe and the, like trauma. a divorce or yeah. somebody. So it's really just sad. Well, I yeah. think, and, and some of the times, like I wonder about the physiological effects of the horde on them. Like, do they have like some kind of parasite in them? Or is there like some unsanitary condition has like affected their brain and being in that for oh, so long? Yeah, mm. I feel like the cat people or right. the pet people definitely there's something. Like, yeah. like toxoplasmosis sort of going on yeah, or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 because really when they have to clean out your house with hazmat suits yeah. on and then you have to yeah, it's it's not like or the plumbing goes bad and then they come up with workarounds. Oh, those it are is, awful. Oh yeah. And like don't eat while you're watching hoarders no. ever because it's not gonna be a good way to eat. They, they did a thing where I think that show used to be one hour, and then at one point they like stretched it to two hours. Huh. It's not nearly as entertaining with two hours, I think. Hmm. Or am I yeah. thinking of like I'm thinking of one of the other ones, maybe like Hoarders, Buried Alive, or because there's Something. there's a couple. Yeah, there's spin off, and and as the seasons progress, you can tell they're trying to ramp up the drama or bring in family. Yeah. And here's the son he hasn't talked to with a crystal meth problem, <laughs> like, and he's gonna confront, like, yeah. And, and okay. in some of the early episodes, my wife and I just rewatched one a couple of weeks ago. In some of the early episodes, they would have like the cleaning specialist spend the night in the house yes, too. Yes, what? yes. And then they stopped doing that. Like they weren't sure what the format was. Yeah, yet. it just felt like padding a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah, it. It. Uh, there's. There's the cleaning specialist and then the uh, the psychologist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, they they sort of get like confrontate. Uh, it, it, it's great though. I, I was uh, I, I was getting my internet fixed a couple months ago. By the way, did you get your new internet installed? No, yet? I have not. They I got mine yesterday. Contacted me. Wait, go I ahead. hate you. I, hate you so I got mine yesterday. It's super fast. I hate you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like zoom, fast internet. I'm F- call five, it five gigs, right? Is what five it is. Gigabit. Yeah, five Jesus. gigabit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, not this time because the guy literally just showed up and was done in five minutes. It was oh, the wow. easiest thing ever. Uh, but the previous did time, they have I was to replace your trouble. gateway. No. Okay. Because I had just had mine replaced a couple months ago, so which, it was future. Which one do you have? Do you have the BGW210? Yeah, Never mind. That? Uh, send me a photo of it what later. The fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> which one do you have? You just said some it's letters. BGW210, really 220, whatever gets the job done. PS5. <laughs> right. uh, Mr. Mom there. Uh,. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, the guy was there for like three hours trying to fix a problem, and it ended up being something that they had to call in and fix. Uh, but I was just like shooting the shit with him, talking about experiences going, you know, installing and like crazy customers and stuff. And he mentioned uh, hoarding came up, and he said that they uh, they are routinely have to go to hoarding houses. Oh, really? And they there are sometimes they can say they'll just say no, I can't go in there. Wow! Like they'll just be like, I'm sorry, it's not clean enough. And mm-hmm. they're they're like, it's not safe for me to go in. Yeah. And he was like, I, I was like, that can't happen very often. And he was like, it happens more often than you would think. Yeah, I remember hoarding once, is not as uncommon as I guess. No, I, would I have, think it, yeah. I would expect it to be. Yeah, well, I remember yeah. once when I lived over on the east side, I was um, driving down the street. I was going to go down to get coffee at Thunderbird, which is over there on the east side, 
and I was driving down like a residential street and there were like, I could tell that someone was being evicted from their house, like the sheriff's department's there and um, like someone's in the front yard crying. And apparently whoever that was being evicted was a hoarder because like the front yard was just filled oh. with like garbage. Yeah. Uh, I was like, man, that that's got to be a terrible, that's a, that's a terrible start to the day for yep. someone yeah. Yeah. You know, to be evicted. And like, if you're a hoarder, like you get, you see on the show, like you get really attached to your stuff and where it is. Yeah, you're it's very not, particular they don't look about at it. it as crap. Right. They're always like, this is valuable. And like somewhere. all of their valuables yeah. are just out and like yeah. blowing away. Yeah. Like, man, that sucks for them. Yeah. Um, speaking of internet, I have the, the dumbest, most fo- first world problem ever i'm gonna complain about it here is it uh, that you told me that you signed up for new internet and then i did it and then i got my new internet installed and they still haven't contacted you oh, that's that's, so that's part of it that, that's, yeah. that's definitely part of it but this is this is internet. and i had to delay it for like two weeks because of my covid yep this is internet related uh in my house like I've, I've got a lot of like smart home appliances and one of the things i have is like vents that or on a, like they, they you can control them via an app or you can send them like via time they'll open and close automatically so you can like direct airflow in your house they've been offline for over a week now and oh no yeah it's like oh i didn't realize they needed the internet like i just want to be able to open and close them from my f- why the fuck do they need to connect to the internet for me to do that and i contacted support and they're like yeah we're aware we're having an outage and like well when's it going to be fixed it's been like i have a ladder now <laughs> Because oh <laughs> the reason I have these vents set up on my phone is because like they're they're high, they're out yeah. of reach, or hard yeah. hard to get to. So I have a, like a ladder in one of my rooms. Who's like, well, I gotta fucking adjust my vents manually every day now. Yeah, because oh my, because my vents can't connect to the fucking internet. Why well, connect to the internet? They can't connect to whatever goddamn server is. So fucking annoying. That sucks, dude. I don't think I have any smart appliance anything in my house. I got fucking tricked by a dude we used to work with named Bernie. Uh, <laughs> To uh, to buy a bunch of smart appliances. Yeah, he's into all that. Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> I bought I bought he convinced me to buy like a three hundred dollar coffee pot because I could control it from Alexa. Yeah. Worst purchase of my entire life. That's right in the awesome. fucking trash really? can after six months. Every time I try to burn, make coffee, it'd go. Uh, it would be like, sorry, the uh, the temperature range is uh, the temperature is out of range to make coffee right now. Just try again later, and it would be like room temperature, and I would have to like dump it out and try it. it the water so was much out of more goddamn. Yeah, it was like so much. It was so much trouble to get this coffee pot to just make coffee that I, I threw it away. Uh, and then I've sworn off smart shit for the most part wow. after that. But I, uh, I had to. I had a remodel a few years ago, and I had to like unplug all of my smart stuff during the remodel. And then, like when it was all done, I had to like plug it all in yeah. and get it all going again. My house took a full day to software update. It was it was the weirdest thing in the world where it's like, oh, everything in my house has been offline for a couple of months and everything is pegging my internet yeah. to, yeah. to download uh, updates and install shit. I might I might go the Luddite route as I get older and just be anti-technology. I hear there's a great movie coming out for you soon starring Charlotte Copley. You'll really like. Yeah, I'm, with it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm just thinking that not they're not everyone's a hero. But truly, this movie is portraying a, a true hero, um, really showing him in a lot of glory F- fighting shots. Fighting the government and really keeping beautiful, up, like fighting he, technology. Technology has really been doing him in for a long time, and he just tries to go, what, what you're saying, goes into the woods, tries to live a, a modest life. But Ted he's Kaczynski? Be, but he's being, <laughs> it's called Ted K. 
Yeah. Um, it, it is. He's trying to live a modest life, Jeffrey. I don't um, want to write a manifesto. Have you seen the trailer for this movie? I'm not looking, to, I'm not looking movie? to bomb professors. Please, I just, the, sorry, I the, stepped on you. No, no, no. Sorry. The, the, Please watch the trailer. The trailer it, makes it look like Ted Kaczynski's a sympathetic character. It is. You're like... He's oh. like glory shot, like he's putting on these sunglasses at Hell one point, and yeah. you're like, "This Ted Kaczynski, what?" And even his portrayal. Time from to hear the other side of the story. That's, that's it, yep. dude. Other movies that have him, they really only show him as like crazy, like fucking yeah, yeah. beard and hair and everything. Even in this movie, when he looks like that, he looks like the brawny man. Like it, re <laughs> like he looks put together. It's really fucking well, weird. Well, his bombs were so, like, intricate because he was, yeah. like, making all the pieces by hand. They just couldn't find them. Artisanal. Like, well, right. yeah, they were like, yeah. we don't know. We well, don't when, know. He's not buying shit. He's making it all. Yeah. yeah. When, when you, like, when you learn so much, when you're inundated with so much MK Ultra, like, just, like, subliminals that, the like, you learn how to make these intricate bombs, then really, what's that side of the story? You know what I mean? I'm gonna rephrase what I said earlier. Yeah. I, I want to be a, a pacifist. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. Okay. I abhor violence. Okay. I always have. They're showing that movie at Alamo. It's and, out already. Yeah, I think I think it comes out like soon. I think it comes out like the next couple weeks. I want to see it, but I have to buy a ticket on somebody else's account because I can't, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's okay. smart. Yeah, that's it comes smart. out yeah. this Friday. There you go. Right, I know. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be out. Me and Gus are gonna go see it in 4DX. We're gonna get fucking. <laughs> Shaking around, it's gonna be awesome. You get the bomb rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really like, man. Please watch the trailer for this. I cannot. I it fucking blew me away. I could not. Not yeah. the right phrasing. Poor choice of words. Yeah, not the right phrasing. Uh, really could it not. Nailed it. That they it. Made it. Oh, no. <laughs> he only did. He ended up killing what three people? I don't think it was very many. I think it was like two yeah. or three people total. Yeah, and but some he, people got He mailed a yeah. lot more bombs than that. Though. Yes, yeah. yes, a lot, a lot more yeah. injuries. Killed three, injured twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. So it's Jeff's hero or whatever he was saying a minute ago. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just saying that, like, for instance, uh -huh. uh, I have uh, Apple CarPlay is very cool, mm -hmm. right? You like, yeah. get, you get in your car, you turn on CarPlay, you control everything from mm -hmm. here, you listen to music or podcast or whatever until it stops working. Yeah, right. And then right. and then and then it doesn't repair uh, ever. Yeah. Like you, and I've I've I'm just in a situation where I have a a car that used to do Apple CarPlay, and I have a phone that used to do Apple CarPlay, and now they just no longer talk. Uh, that's and I and so I'm you so say yeah, I want to move to the woods. Yep. That's how I feel about uh, video games. Like Nintendo just said, they're shutting down the eShop. Oh yeah. Next year for the Wii U and the 3DS, mm -hmm. and like yeah, those are old and and. Uh, they, they, people were like, they had a Q&A, and it was like, well, what about, like, you know, wh what about online play? And, and they're like, eh, for now, it, it'll be fine. But it's like, that I, I feel that way about all digital stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, it now. To, but to me, so much of, like, the digital stuff, and I feel this way mostly about video games, uh, it, it's so ephemeral to me. I know that there is, like, people want to archive these things and hold on to this stuff, like especially video games or whatever. But like, if I can't play Overwatch in four years, I don't fucking care. Like it's Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like these things don't, they hold so little meaning. Right. They're, there's, they're so, I mean, it's like, Bubblegum, like it's not like Metroid One, where it was but something that I grew could, up with, and it felt like it was could, this big thing. But would it be different for someone who's growing up with and, Overwatch? And, 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 and I feel different. And I understand yeah. that, but I don't know who's clamoring, and and I don't want to like segment these things or whatever. Fuck the Wii U. Like I don't know who cares. It's the Wii U. Who gives a shit? Anything that was on that thing is on Switch. Doesn't matter. 
That was just that was a hold that was a holdover console that doesn't Xenoblade Chronicles X has not been ported. You need to buy some glasses just for when you do that. Take them out of a case and put them on. It is true though. Like you go go back to like even the Dreamcast days. You buy Fantasy Star Online for sixty bucks, and then you you can play it online as long as people still give a shit about it. But the second it's not popular anymore, it's like oh fucking you're done forever. Yeah. Yep. And that I, but you don't like, have rights to those servers for the next 50 that's the, years. Where people are talking about games as a service, and you can go like, well, yeah, I don't want that because I want like these games. There's going to be what, whatever. And then look at consumer spending, and games as a service is the future. I don't like. There's no two ways about it. Look game Pass Xbox, has been Pass. so aggressive yeah. about it, yeah. and yeah. it's yeah, and it's working. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's working. So like, I that's that's what it is. And honestly, like. I can't play but, a video game for more than an hour anyway. Anymore, I mean, so. I, I just, however, with all the consolidation that we've seen happen, I just fear the future where it's like you pay your monthly video game bill. Yeah. And there's no oh, like absolutely. competition. But that's what's no, going to happen. Like diversity yeah. in the you're in choice. It's mm -hmm. not like you know. Right now we benefit. You know, people like we benefit from PlayStation having Horizon Forbidden West as an exclusive. Yeah. You know, it's like well, that's not going to come out on Xbox, so they have to innovate and make their own games. Like mm -hmm. games get better because it's competition. If we end up with less like this one. Monopoly, it's like, oh, I'm gonna pay yeah. for this. It's like, then you're just gonna get the same shit recycled over and over, low effort. Counter-argument to that, though, is we were there with cable TV in the 90s and early 2000s, and mm -hmm. we all bitched about how we wanted a la carte, yeah. and we wanted to just pay for what we got. Now I have an Amazon, Netflix, Disney+, yep. Plus, Paramount+, yep. Plus, yep. Uh -huh. Peacock, Hulu, Criterion, ESPN+, Plus subscription. I have to pay for all yep. of those individually, mm -hmm. and when I want to watch something, it's fucking confusing which app I go to yeah. to do it. Yeah, and I, 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 I wish I could go back in time and kick myself in the dick for complaining about cable. <laughs> well, it's because it was too expensive. They did it. They did it, was it in so the much way we were thinking. Than what I'm they now. did it. They, we were thinking, just take the cable bill, divide the number of channels, and charge yes. that for each yes. channel. Yeah. They went in a totally different yep. way, yeah, yeah, which we should have seen coming. We yep. were stupid to yep. think that that's how they would do it. Yep. Yep. Are they going to change PlayStation now to be something that I want, or no? They're they're going to come out with their own Game Pass. Okay. I think that like people said that's inevitable. Will it have I games on it that I want to play, or it will be will continue to be like PlayStation now? I think it'll I think it'll be better. But it, what's more, what's scarier is Microsoft was like, oh, we don't have any plans to buy PlayStation and Nintendo. They're important to our industry. I think it's going to eventually be like. Uh, Microsoft's like Job of the Hut, and mm -hmm. Sony and Nintendo are just like two little birds in cages <laughs> in the background, just for its own amusement. Mm -hmm. Like they're very important to our industry. Did, oh, <laughs> did you guys see that happening though? What? Microsoft what, being this size? Yeah. Like no, fuck no. When the Xbox came out, like I really, especially after like what a. Flop the Xbox One. Was. Yes, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I really thought it was over. I after, thought Sony had fucking. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought they were. I sewed it up. It. Yep, uh, sewed it up. After the 360, I'm like, man, Microsoft is hot. The like, what do we get? The Xbox One was a disaster. Yeah, it was that. Like, like the 360 was hot, 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 and yeah. then Xbox, and then they just fucked it up so bad, and now they went. Money will solve all our problems. <laughs> well, and it did. What and I it read, did. Well, it's it like you're, you're just reminded, like, oh, Microsoft's a two trillion dollar yeah. company. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but before, 
I, I think what I read was like Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer like hated video games. So like they didn't, <laughs> it wasn't their deal. But the new guy, uh, Satya Nadella, Nadella. Yeah. is all about it. Mm. So I think he's just like, yeah, man, buy plus, whatever like, you want. Phil Spencer's been there for a few years and yeah. like has like a track yes. record of yes. success. And now it's totally. like, oh, yeah, let's put some money behind this endeavor and, you and know, let's just see where keeps, they go. And it just keeps paying dividends. I think, you know, a lot of the yeah. reorganization of first party Sony Studios as PlayStation Studios is like the first step. Yeah. In building out PlayStation now to combat Game Pass yeah. down the road. Like yeah. now you've seen a consolidation under a brand that you can hopefully counter this ha Game Pass stuff. Have you tried any of the cloud gaming stuff that they offer with Game Pass? Yes. It it's it, not it's it works sometimes yeah. until it doesn't, and then you go, eh. Yeah. It's because the second it doesn't work, it's, you're like it's, fuck this. It starts doing it's like watching like an old VHS tape. Like where it feels one to one, the latency is like great. Until it desyncs a little bit, and then a scan line goes over the whole, like everything kind of fuzzes, and a scan line goes over it, and you go, "We're not here yet." Yeah, this is it, it's <laughs> getting it's getting there. It's way better than yeah. it has been in the past. Uh, but I think there's a reason they don't charge for that as yeah. a separate yeah. service. It's like, oh, you get that too. The, the best experience is Stadia. Like yeah. they, mm. their tech is really good, mm. but that's all they have. Aren't they trying to sell that tech now? Yes, they call they're going to white label it. They're like, they, and they've said like, yeah, this is the future. We're not. We're mm -hmm. not going to. Okay. We're curious. not going to make games. Very curious. Okay. My SIM card stopped working when I was in Chicago. I was thinking more about technology, mm. and then I realized I'm carrying like the I couldn't do anything with my phone. Then I what a SIM card just stopped working. Don't know. No idea. It just like it just said no SIM card, and I went. But there is. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had to go to an AT&T store. But, like, for the few hours when my phone didn't do anything, it was that thing of, like, I want to be so rich one day that I can – this happens, and I can just go, fuck this, and then snap it, and then throw it, and then I just have one ready for me. It's already <laughs> ready to go, yeah. and it's perfect. That's what I want. Never will achieve, but that's what I want. It really felt weird carrying this thing around when it didn't connect to anything. And I went, this camera sucks. <laughs> like, that's all That's all it did was take photos. You got a bad camera and a bad phone. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, yeah. this is, this sucks. So I went to the AT&T store and the SIM card was like five bucks. But the guy saw my phone background was uh, Old Dirty Bastard from the Wu-Tang Clan. So he mm. gave it to me for free. Oh, so, nice. Hell yeah. So ODB opening those doors. Hell yeah. yeah there hell you yeah. go. That was pretty good. So there I you go. I was another technology thing. I've been watching Euphoria, mm -hmm. I don't know, and Jesus, it reminded me for the millionth time how happy I was to have gone to high school before any of those. Oh, shows. no yeah. kidding! Like, oh my God! Like, they're just constantly sending nudes, mm -hmm. and like, they're way cool. I mean, it's HBO Max, so it's like they're living cooler lives. Yeah. But like, no one fucked in a pool in a party yeah. when I was in high. And then kids are just standing around filming it. Mm -hmm. It just like it just gives me hives yeah. watching it. Like, it is terrifying. I'm, yes, especially having a teenage children. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but I'm close. Yeah. Oof. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, the other day I was at a, a drugstore. I think it was like at a Walgreens, and, and uh, I was walking out, and I saw like these two these two teenage girls walking by, like high school age or something, mm -hmm. and they walked by and like they had their phones out, and they walked up to like a couple of bird scooters, like unlocked them, and then like rode away. And the bird scooter was like, "Man, how awesome! How cool! I wish yeah. I had technology like that when I was a kid." I was like, "No, wait, no, no, no! Yeah. That, that there's a nightmare behind yeah. all that. Like yeah, yeah. watching that ten seconds of interaction, like oh. that was cool." Everything else, absolute nightmare. Right. You yeah, give up what you would have done that. with yeah. that scooter five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I graduated in 04. So I caught, I'm in that in-between of like, I remember before there was internet 
while I was still young. And then I remember the internet being so pervasive. Mm -hmm. I remember not having a cell phone, but being like in school and all that stuff. And so I didn't have like a MySpace page. Yeah. Like it felt like that was the first thing when I was sort of like a senior, like a junior, senior, something like that. It was like right around like that MySpace time. And I never you, had one. I was just very like. You missed out on Friendster, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. No Zenga for me. Um, it was just very like the beginning of that social media. And then as it sort of became more pervasive, I had that conversation with a lot of people of like the Mega 64 guys where it's like, man, we're fucking lucky that we yeah. missed and all of it, mm -hmm. dude. I just, oof. That's, oof. that's why I think I could walk away from it in, in a couple of years of my older age. As I, I think I lived, luckily, Luckily, as a Gen X, I was able to live in a, in both worlds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty, pretty far along. Like, yeah. How old are you, Brian? Uh, Forty five. Forty five. Yeah, I'm forty six. So, yeah, yeah. So like, I was an adult before the internet. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it existed, obviously. But uh, you know, if I can, but it was Al more was back like there working on it. It was but, specialized. It was like if you went to like it was the a back of a hobby store the army, and there were yeah. a bunch yeah. of dudes or, painting yeah. figurines. Yeah. That was kind of the. Internet. It, it was also like. Let me go online. Like, it wasn't pervasive. It's yes. like, you have to go out of your right. way. Like, I'm yes. going to connect. I'm going to do this. I'm going to disconnect. And now, you know, mm -hmm. that's yeah. over there. And, like, I've even started getting the paper again, the physical paper. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's awesome. And huh. I don't, and it's way better than looking at shit on my phone. And I, I do think that I, I, I'm fortunate in that I lived long enough in the way the world used to work that it's not anathema to me the yeah. idea of it yeah, you, you know? still you know how to navigate it yeah I, and, 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 it, you, and honestly it's a lot simpler to navigate you, you could do a decimal with the best of them yeah and as i you know like i'm 46 in another 10 years if god willing i'll get to retire mm -hmm. at some point in my life 10 15 20 years and then i won't need social media and i won't need uh all of this stuff to to maintain the career I could really just see. I would really love to just disappear. Yeah, you don't need to put and, your brand out there. Yeah, yeah and yeah, live yeah. a quiet life, yeah. in much the way that I, I imagine my parents probably totally. lived in their forties and fifties. It's definitely like the use of it. I don't like interacting. I like just kind of like screaming into a void, and it helps with the career kind of aspect of it to yes. have had to have the brand and yeah. have a following and like that kind of you a have thing. To. But like, one day it will just be like. No, no thanks. Yeah, because I, I won't need it. I, I don't need that. I don't. I need it for career, for work, and right. everything right now. Yeah, right. But I, but past this, it's like I don't give a shit about this. It means nothing. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so again. It's like bubblegum. It's so fucking ephemeral. Like anything I have to say, uh -huh. I, I say on, on a microphone. Yeah, and and then at some point. I could just turn the microphone off. I don't really have anything important to say. You know, <laughs> no, at some point, people are going to yeah. be like, "We heard you touch, say nothing for twenty years. Yeah. That's enough." <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh, be quiet in the yeah, like all the stuff I, I think about retirement too mm -hmm. now, and I'm like, I just want to like, you know, have my bills paid, like eat out whenever, and like do stand up sets. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. that doesn't none of do that is internet. Yeah, yeah. No. And, and I just play video games. But and, you don't really. I guess you probably will need the fucking internet. And, <laughs> well, you know, I, I think I could probably walk away from video games because I'm really yeah. just down to gyms of war at this point. Jesus Christ! Uh, played it for about an hour this morning. Uh, yeah, I forgot where I was going to go with that. But anyway, yeah, no, I I totally agree. Like, I just. I'm 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 really looking forward to the time in my life when I can just relax well, and not care about. Uh, when, the speaking the of not stuff. talking into a microphone, mm -hmm. let's stop. Let's not. Okay. Let's, let's stop talking into a microphone. Okay. Go to rtxevent.com and buy your tickets so you can see this in person. Yeah, you don't uh, have yeah. to worry about the microphone. It's no, not, this won't be between us. No, it'll, it'll just be a conversation space. that we we have. Uh, when you get off before we go, when you get off the internet, can you just not post that you're going to get off the internet? Can you not be just one do of those? It. Can you just 
fucking do it and yeah not? no not? i'm not gonna make a big production out of I it i am taking a social media oh, break i hate that yeah grow up yeah i just i'm just yeah i'm just gonna delete the app all right uh like eric said come see us this july rtxevent.com come see us in austin also don't forget sometime in may our new podcast is starting it's me gus and eric uh, not that you've been excluded, Brian. You just weren't there for it, but you, we'll get you in as a guest. Yeah, we, we have room about, for guests. We, already, we have room for guests. We already talked about it. Uh, it's called Good Morning, Gus. Mind your business. <laughs> I still it's, it's got two titles. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> according to Eric, Eric said it was real good. He said the first 20 minutes was me hosting, uh -huh. and the second 20 minutes was Gus hosting, and then the last bit we figured it out, and we were just having a conversation. Yeah, and then it, then it was them both hanging out and going, oh, fucking right. And that was it. Apparently, when you put two hosts from different podcasts <laughs> together. I, I know when we were recording, it was hard early on. You were talking. Your team was like, it was hard to not, not yep. yeah. jump in. Yeah. Yep. There All you right. have it. Anyway. Goodbye. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, Gus. Bye. Nope. <laughs>